This is the Capital View with Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer with Allen Capital Group. July 2022, the most important thing. When Warren Buffett started his first investment partnership in 1956, he set expectations by establishing several ground rules for his partners. He explained what he could and couldn't do, along with matters about which he wasn't certain. Perhaps the most crucial feature of the partnership was limiting the partners to simply one statement per year. Buffett understood markets are here to serve us, not instruct us. However, maximizing our lopsided advantage in this relationship requires time. Buying that time involved liberating partners from the uncomfortable reality of daily, weekly, and even monthly market gyrations, strengthening their capacity to heed the foremost tenet of investing, staying invested. Following a punishing plunge into bear market territory through the first half of 2022, stock and bond markets sharply rallied during July. The crippled tech sector led the way. The Nasdaq gained 12.3% in July, its best month since April of 2020, and Amazon's July, plus 27%, was its best month in 13 years. With the chill of persistent inflation hanging heavily in the air, as anticipated, the Federal Reserve lifted the Fed funds rate by another 0.75% in July, targeting 225 to 2.5%. However, Remarks following the interest rate announcement commanded the bulk of investor attention. First, the Fed indicated that significant additional tightening is still in the pipeline, but also remarked that it may be appropriate to slow the pace of interest rate increases. Craving any inkling of positive news, investors clung to the latter comment. Imagining much of the worst was already priced in, equity markets erupted higher. Famed economist John Maynard Keynes said, successful investing is anticipating the anticipations of others. A formidable dilemma. Emotional, often irrational people drive markets. Their moods can unpredictably flip from merry to miserable in a split second. Long-term investment success hinges on our ability to be comfortable with many things not working over the short term. Since 1871, the S&P 500 has tumbled or advanced over 20% two out of every five years. Attempting to dodge market declines by selling out may relieve our anxiety in the moment, but it isn't a sound strategy. Because subsequently, missing the ride higher during favorable market stretches is an equal destroyer of wealth. It just does so in a more deceitful manner. Since 1980, the S&P 500's average intra-year decline has been an unnerving negative 14%. Through June of 2022, we've experienced 26 tense trading days where the S&P 500 has advanced or declined by 2% or more. Despite these painful bouts of volatility, over these 42 years, the S&P 500 finished 32 of them in positive territory. Risk and volatility are frequently used interchangeably on Wall Street. 
Volatility represents how large an asset or index's price swings around its average price. Out of convenience, academics strip the concept of risk down to serve a computational need. Volatility can be mathematically measured and utilized in formulas, making it easy to teach. But volatility as a stand-in for risk paints a frightening picture of stocks when observed over short intervals. The haunting side effect of this practice is it pegs us to a far shorter and scarier version of risk that doesn't align with most of our goals. Mentally shrinking our time horizon opens the door to panic, goading investors into selling near market lows, as many did in June when falling prices became too painful to bear. These impatient sellers are equally stunned when Mr. Market's manic move pivots, as it did in July, transferring a portion of their wealth to the patient opportunist. Most of our financial finish lines presumably aren't this afternoon, three months from now, or even a year down the road. Instead, worthwhile goals typically stretch along a time horizon of a few years, if not a few decades. A goals-based view of risk along our specific timeline paints a more panoramic picture. Through this lens, risk becomes vastly more than just an erratic movement of securities. It transforms into the genuine threat of not being able to pursue our goals. Risk management is safeguarding our capital to minimize the potential of not meeting our goals. The risk of 8.5% year-over-year inflation continuing to chew through our purchasing power while fighting the natural upward trend of markets due to fear is a more substantial threat to our future than temporary drawdowns in stock prices. This year has rattled investors, particularly retirees, as they struggle with the cruel trifecta of plunging stocks, sinking bond prices, and towering inflation. It's tough to imagine a more challenging environment, and many of us have begun to question if our risk posture is correct. Yet investing isn't about right or wrong, it's about trade-offs. Wrestling for our attention, television and social media are fertile with negative headlines. Salespeople attempting to profit from our worry will hawk products promising to solve our problems while purging us of fear and anxiety. Investing doesn't offer free lunches. Most of these headlines and quick fixes are noise, and the majority aren't actionable. When despair reaches a peak, it's helpful to remember that we usually make our worst decisions when seeking instant gratification. We could spend our time focusing on external benchmarks like the S&P 500 or how rich our neighbors are getting. On the other hand, a more helpful approach is to ignore the broader market and focus on getting the returns we need to live a life reflecting our values, convictions, and dreams. However, even though personal benchmarking to our goals makes sense, it also requires us to fight against natural human behaviors. Life, markets, and money are messy. In our chaotic world, flexibility is the most important trait we can adopt. Adaptability through various market environments means leaving room for error. We must tiptoe modestly along the tightrope between our risk-seeking and risk-averse preferences. This involves controlling our desire to maximize every last dollar during boom times, leaving us with a sufficient buffer 
and helping mitigate impulsive decisions which could threaten our long-term pursuits during lean times. Conclusion Investors continue to face the challenges of lofty inflation, tightening monetary policy, and geopolitical tension. Stress is a fact of life, a fact of investing. Being stressed, feeling stress, and acting to stress is a choice. Part of investing well is learning what to ignore, temporary setbacks, and where to place our attention, long-term objectives. Over time, power changes hands, our tastes elevate and moderate, prices move up and down, and markets fluctuate. Perspective helps us notice these cycles and not be spun around by them, or rather, our opinions about them. As with many aspects of investing, there is no right or wrong, only right or wrong for you. No strategy and no level of brilliance will make every quarter or every year a successful one. Challenging spells are inescapable. The most important thing is to weather the storm and plant seeds to take advantage of capital markets' long-term trends toward growth. As legendary investor Bill Miller stated, time, not timing the market, produces great results. This is Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer with Allen Capital Group.